for the mom with her hands full and only a few minutes to spare here and there. Put your hand on your chest. Take a deep breath. You're doing better than you think you are. I want you to delight in these ordinary, often mundane days of motherhood, rooted in confidence about how you are raising and speaking to and nurturing your kids. Peace starts with you. So let's create peaceful safe havens for our kids to grow in. It's never too late. And the fact that you are here speaks volumes of the amazing mom that you are and desire to be. Welcome back to the Peace Starts With You podcast. My goodness, that break was so needed, but I also equally missed doing it weekly and connecting in this space. It feels so good to be back. Season two, let's freaking go. I have some super amazing guests lined up and they are going to bless you guys so much in your peace as you parent, in your marriage, and just in your life in general. So I'm really, really excited. And before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share some instances that I've had with each of my boys over the past month and kind of how I've handled them. And hopefully as I share these, it fills you with hope and assurance that you're not alone, that you can grow in your patience and wisdom. It's not going to just instantly be easy to parent this way. It's actually harder to parent this way. So my oldest, oh my gosh, man, he's been triggering me so bad lately. I was driving with my sister yesterday and she looked at me and she's like, what is going on? And I'm like, I I know, like how, (laughs) it seems so impossible. He's the sweetest, but I can tell he's just, you know, struggling with how to like handle his brothers and being the oldest and all the things. So children are triggering. They awaken within us things we have learned to ignore or push down or repress. Like think about it, before you had kids, triggers were way easier to manage, right? Like you had time, you time to fill your own cup. You got to exercise when you wanted, you had silence, you had meaningful relationships. It was way easier to cultivate those relationships. You gotta take vacations, you gotta sleep. Like sleep is so important. And now that you have kids, there is less time for you There is more pressure because you have to be an amazing parent. You want to be a great spouse. Maybe you're an employee, a loyal employee, a thoughtful friend. There's a lot on your plate. There's laundry, there's dishes, there's maybe you work from home. Maybe you go to work, whatever it is. And it's going to look different for all of us. But it has you feeling less patient and more overwhelmed, probably a little burnt out. So just rest assured that you are not alone when your kids' behaviors and their actions make you want to scream or throw something, I swear, and to kid you not, I wanted to throw a bag of oranges the other day. And I was so proud of myself. I reined in my frustration and I knelt down and I looked at Dax and I just, I can't even remember what happened, but I just know I wanted to throw that bag so bad. I was so frustrated. I think because I am triggered when my kids are not grateful or not thankful or they are making a big deal out of something that I don't feel like it should be a big deal. I think because his bag was open and he didn't want anyone to eat out of his bag, but he ate out of, I got three different bags and he ate out of Kai's bag, but he didn't want anyone to eat out of his bag. And I was just so frustrated. But we yell when we don't want to. We react when we wish we had more patience and instead would respond We do the very things we don't want to do and it's hard to sometimes know how to stop that cycle. But I want to encourage you that you can break that cycle. 
I want you to ask yourself why. Okay, why am I triggered right now? Why? Why am I triggered? And then I want you to connect it to this present moment, to that present moment. This is coming up for me right now because. And after you do these two things, you're going to be able to give yourself grace because parenting is frustrating sometimes. And then you get to choose. You get to make a choice to choose a new behavior and how you want to handle the situation. So I've learned with my middle, so Jetty, he's four. I've learned that when he gets frustrated or mad, I just got to give him space. I give him space and he eventually comes back around. I always tell him like, hey, I'm here for you if you need me. I'm going to give you space when you're ready. I'm right here. With my littlest, he got mad because, okay, (laughs) you guys are going to laugh. He was going to the bathroom. He was pooping and I had to pee. Like I I had to pee. I'm super pregnant. Like I just had to go. And so I was like, I'm going to go in the other bathroom. And as I'm walking to the other bathroom, he is like, mom, I'm done. He did not want me to go pee in the other bathroom. He wanted me to go pee after him in the bathroom that he was in. I was like, oh, heck no, I'm, I'm already halfway here. I'm going to the bathroom. So I come back, loses his marbles, and he's just crying, screaming. And I just looked at him and I said, Kai, you know how it feels when you have to go pee really bad. I said, that's, I was like, I had to go to the bathroom. And I said, I'm sorry that you're upset. And so something that's worked really well with him is that instead of being like, why are you so frustrated? Like, I had to pee. Like, don't, why can't you get that? Like, I don't understand. I looked at him and I'm like, I can see that you're so frustrated. I can see that you're upset. Mommy had to pee really bad. And I went and I just said, do you need a hug? And he said, yeah. And he gave me a hug. And then a minute later, we're frolicking into the garage and he's helping me go get something. And it's like, it never happened. And so I think that'll be really helpful to maybe some of you guys with two, three-year-olds, maybe even four or five, but just saying like, hey, yeah, for sure four and five-year-olds. Hey, six-year-olds. Hey, seven-year-olds. Hey, I can see that you're frustrated. Hey, I can see that you're upset. Hey, I can see that you're mad. Acknowledging their emotion and their feeling and then saying like, hey, I'm right here. Do you need a hug? We don't We don't have to fix the situation. We don't have to take away their anger, take away their frustration. Let that pressure go. But we can acknowledge how they're feeling and be there for them and then help them work through it. So then there was another instance with Dax. He was just being, so Dax is my oldest. He is six years old. He is so sweet, but man, he's, like I said, he's been triggering me lately. And he was being just mean to the little ones, to Jet and Kai, And I honestly didn't like how I was handling the situation. I acknowledged it. I kind of just like stopped mid-sentence and walked away and regrouped. And then I went back and I said, okay, Dax, I'm like, what can you do that would be, show your brothers that they mean something to you? That What can you do that would be kind? And he thought for a second and then he went and he's like, I'm going to make him a bag. So he got this plastic or paper bag, filled it with like, some of his cool rocks and some random things that only kids would think were cool. Um, like a spoon, a plastic spoon, a little cup, like random stuff. But it was very, it was his idea and it was super meaningful. So giving him, I mean, since he's six, a little bit more responsibility. How do you want to handle this? How can you do something? What can you come up with that would be kind, that would show your brothers that they do mean something to you? Because I've found with him, he's been really struggling with doing stuff that he does not want to do. He feel I see that he feels shame. And that part partially is probably coming from some of the ways that I've handled different situations. So just know none of us parents are perfect. 
You got to let go of that pressure of trying to be the perfect parent. We don't need to be the perfect parent. And whenever I find myself in a situation where I'm not handling things the way I want to, I always, and Dax knows this, I say, what do I do when mommy makes mistakes? I always acknowledge them. I always own up to them. I always ask for forgiveness and I say, I'm sorry. And so it's okay to say to your child, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Other things it's okay to say, I wasn't listening before, but I'm listening now. I want to hear you. It's okay to say to your kids, hey, sometimes I'm angry. Sometimes you're angry with me. That's okay. My feelings are mine. Your feelings are yours. Feelings come and go. You can say, I'm not sure what the answer is. Let's think about it. See if we can figure it out together. There's so many things that we can say to our kids. And I'm going to end on this. I, I, You guys, I love our short and sweet episodes. I've gotten so much feedback from you guys that you love them. And so let's end with this. Over the last month, I've just been bombarded I feel like depending on who you're following on social media, but I follow a lot of like positive, gentle, peaceful parenting people. (laughs) And there is so much information out there. So if you're reading, you're listening to podcasts on social media, it's so much and it can often feel like, oh my gosh, how can I keep up? How can I do this? It's overwhelming. And I just want to empower you a little bit in that, you can trust your gut sometimes. Like sometimes in some situations, gentle parenting in the the idea that you have of gentle parenting or what you think it should look like might not be the best for whatever's happening in front of you. But just know that with the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding and acknowledgement of what you're learning, that you have some skills and tools in your tool belt and you know what to do and it may not look exactly what you think it should look like based on maybe a post you saw or a podcast you listened to but have that confidence in that you know more than you think you know and it may not look exactly like what you think it should look like and if you do something and you really feel like it was a mistake and you shouldn't have handled that it that way hey I made a mistake I shouldn't have done that. Our kids learn so much in those instances. So anyways, you guys, I'm so glad to be back. I have so many fun things I want to share next week. I have a guest speaker. Her name's Wendy. You guys, she is incredible. She, I look up to her so much. Her kids are grown. She started her parenting journey when her daughter, she was online searching things like, is my kid like demon possessed? Like she was like at the lowest of lows. And then she came and she found positive parenting. And now she has a course and she has a podcast. And so I we have her for about 30 minutes and she's going to just share some nuggets of wisdom. There was one thing that I took from that episode that, I mean, I've listened to so much of her wisdom and her guidance. And there was one thing that I learned even from just having that episode that I've applied and it's worked amazing. And so um, I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. So that'll be next week. And then yes, so many exciting things coming. So just remember, peace starts with you. You're doing way better than you think you are. So excited to start this new year with you in in growing our patience, our wisdom, our knowledge of parenting and our kids' brains and their development and giving them grace and ourselves grace. So wish I could give you a big hug. Peace starts with you. I'll see you next week.